Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Adorn the Heart. My name is April and I am excited to be here to give God glory, to testify of His goodness, to encourage somebody on their walk with Him, to be a blessing, and to be a light in a dark place. The Bible says that if God be for us, who can be against us? So remember and be encouraged that as you walk through life, you will face challenges and situations that will try to discourage you on your walk with God. But God is for you. And if He is for you and He is on your side, then who can ever be against you? So let's get ready. Let's get started. Today I want to touch on being being a true sheep and being a wolf in sheep's clothing. See, we can tell and discern the difference between the two by looking at the fruit of the spirit of the person that is in front of us. God says that you would know them by their fruits. You can always tell a true faith person by what they talk about. If you hear in their message them glorifying themselves more than they are Jesus and focusing more on themselves than they are of Jesus, then you can rest assured that their heart is not right and they need to go back to the altar. Because it's not about us. It's all about Jesus. It's all about God. If it had not been for God on our side, where would we be? We would not be alive today if it had not been for the mercy and grace of God. It is written, if God be for you, who can be against you? I don't know about you, but I do not want God against me. I don't want to be on the wrong side when Jesus comes. I want to be full of the grace and mercy of God, the anointing of God, the presence of God when He comes. You know, I want to make the rapture. I want to be sitting at the king's table in front of my enemies with peace, knowing I did the will of the Father. Are you concerned today where you are in your walk with God? Are you doing the will of the Father? Are you being a light in a dark place? Are you being a blessing in a poverty place? Are you bringing joy to a sad place? What are you doing for Jesus today? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want God proud of me today. I want God proud of you today. Jesus is looking for a cheerful giver. 
He's looking for someone that he can use to move through them to reach the lost. What are you doing today to reach the lost? How are you presenting yourself before the world, before God? You claim you're a Christian, and yet your attitude stinks. Where's your heart attitude today? Where is your mindset toward others that God wants you to be a light to? See, Jesus' anointing cannot move through you with the wrong heart attitude. He cannot use you to touch a lost soul or a injured soul that needs healing if you're stuck up you must be willing to surrender your life to God and to allow him to use you for his glory Jesus wants to use you today for his glory He wants a pure, undefiled vessel, a willing vessel. How are we pure before the Lord? We are conscious of who we are, of what kind of person we want to be. We hate sin. We strive daily to live for Him, to be holy. For it's written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Be holy in all your conduct, for I am holy. That's what the Bible says. And God wants us to live holy lives. So, if God be for you, who can be against you? So, if God is helping you live a holy life, so why must you or we or whoever go out there and be a rude Christian. There are some rude Christians in the world, and I'm being honest. This is this is Adorn the Heart podcast. Adorn the Heart is not called Adorn the Heart for nothing. God deals with the issues of the heart because that's where He looks. He looks at the heart. He said, train a child in the way it should go, and when it's old, it won't depart. So, we must teach our children the right way to live. To be courteous, to be in love, to be in forgiveness, to to walk in kindness, and submitting our lives unto God. Believing and reading His Word and obeying the Ten Commandments. Whatever God is calling you to, He is equipping you to walk it out. And there are some of us out there that didn't get that training. But God made a door and a way of escape. He made the way even for those who did not get the training that that is so needed that he desired his children to have. So don't think God 
is going to cast you out. He's not. He made a way for you. He said, whosoever will believe. So if you are a whosoever will, trust me, and you believe and you receive and accepted his son Jesus Christ as your savior, you are his and you have his DNA inside of you. And he is going to train you in the way you should go. He will teach you. He will rebuild you. He will take those things out that are not right that you've learned. Pluck them out and deposit the truth of his word in you. He will train you. He will teach you. He will minister to you his word, his love, his peace, his joy, his deliverance, his salvation, his presence. And during those times... As you grow in Him and allow Him to stretch you, He will continue to minister correction to you and to show you and to convict you when you do wrong. The conviction of the Holy Spirit through God is love. He chastises those whom He loves. And when He convicts us, of something that means he wants us to change or repent or do better he brings correction so that we can come into alignment with him remember the enemy brings condemnation not conviction God brings conviction, not condemnation. So if you mess up and you're condemning yourself and you feel the condemnation of, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I thought that. Oh my God, Lord, I'm so sorry. And you just keep beating yourself up over the thing that he's already forgave you for because you've asked him to forgive you, but you just can't seem to let it go. That is condemnation. See, when the Holy Spirit can brings conviction, it's a repentant heart. It's a running to the altar. It's, Lord, wash me, forgive me. And then you walk up. You get up and you walk forward knowing you've been forgiven. And you have the assurance of your salvation. And it is written, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I remember a time I was so convinced. I was so condemning myself. I mean, the spirit of condemnation was over my life. I blamed myself for everything. I looked at everything like it was my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. The devil is a liar. God had to get me to a place of deliverance, a place of seeing truth in the situation. He had to take me to a place where I could be ministered to healing and deliverance and encouragement and truth 
See, the Bible tells you that the thief cometh not but for to steal and destroy, but I am come that you may have life and life more abundantly. If God be for you, who can be against you? Jesus will come and minister the truth and the light to you. Where the enemy will lie to you constantly, telling you you'll never make it, you're just a loser, or something to that respect. And if you receive that, you will begin to have condemnation over yourself and look at yourself as unworthy. God wants you to know you are worthy. He died on the cross for you. He rose again for you so that you could have life with Him. You must believe. You must receive. And you must accept His salvation. His forgiveness. When we can truly receive His forgiveness is when we are embracing forgiving ourselves. And I've had to learn this in my own walk. God has set me up to be ministered to healing in areas of my life. And I had to learn that in forgiving myself is really embracing his forgiveness. When we don't embrace His forgiveness, we're telling Him what He did for us isn't enough. And it is enough. So as you walk your life out with God, giving Him praise and giving Him glory for the things that He has done for you, look up and thank Him for teaching you purity, for teaching you right living, asking Him to keep you pure and real and serious in your walk with Him. There are many out there that project themselves to be of the Father, but they are not. And God calls them wolves in sheep's clothing. So be careful who you listen to. Be careful. Be wise as serpents. Serpents and silent as a dove. Be mindful of your surroundings. Listen for the Spirit of God who dwells in you to confirm with you if that is really Him. Be in the Lord rooted and grounded in His Word, so that when the enemy tries to speak to you, you will know it's a lie from the pits of hell. No more will you allow the enemy to control your life once God sets you free from something. You run in your freedom, and you claim your freedom, and you tell that devil you're not going back, and you will not deceive me again. If God be for you, who can be against you? See, God covers everything. He covers everything. In Matthew 7, starting with verse 15, he says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are rav ravening wolves. 
Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. See, that's the word of God. If you're not producing fruit, good fruit, there's something wrong. And you need to go back to the altar. If you're not producing the fruits of the Spirit of God, there's something wrong. God is not dwelling in you the way that He desires to. You may know about God, but you don't know God. You don't have that personal connection, relationship with Him. You need to come closer to Him. Because the more you come closer to Him... The more you abide in him and he abides in you. And when Jesus abides in you, there's nothing there but good. And the fruits of the Spirit are present. Love, kindness, joy, long-suffering, forgiveness, all the fruits of the Spirit of God. If you have malice in your heart, malice in your heart, unforgiveness, envy, and all those things, then that's not the fruit of God. And we must go back to the altar and ask God to forgive us and to purge us out and to clean it out. He doesn't want us jealous over one another. He doesn't want us to be envious. He said, be content as such as you have, for you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be happy where you're at with me, for I will take care of you. And that is what he is saying today. Be mindful of your ways. Be that person of good fruit. Be a sheep. A true sheep. A real sheep of the Lord. Don't be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Be ready to give account for the things that you are happy about. Let the light of Jesus Christ shine through your life. Give praise unto God for his salvation. The only thing I desire to leave my kids more than anything is a spiritual inheritance. If I can't leave my children anything in the natural. There is one thing I know that will be left for them, and that is a spiritual inheritance. They will know their mother loved God and stood on the Word of God, and the memories of their mother will come back to them. Say, Mama loved God. Mama prayed for me. 
Mama went to church and Mama stood on God's word and she praised God and thanked God and she was happy. Those things, that is what they will know and remember. What are we leaving our children today? Everything in this world will pass away. Your money, your materialism, the things that you have around your house, all those things will pass away. But there's only one thing that will remain. And that is the Word of God. That is the only thing that will stand and will remain. And it will be the Word of God. The true, infallible Word of God. So leave your family, your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, your sisters, your mothers, your fathers, your aunts, your uncles. Leave the legacy of that, of being a true woman or man of God behind so that they will remember who you are or were in the Lord. Stamp it. And I thank God for that opportunity. Because without Him, I could not have done it. I could not have done it. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, I would not be sitting here today ministering and giving Him glory and testifying of His goodness to you. God wants you to be encouraged today. He wants you to be having the mindset of pureness. He wants you to know He loves you. He wants you saved. He wants you healed. He wants you delivered. He wants you happy. He wants you prosperous in the natural. And He wants you prosperous in the spirit. But let me tell you one thing that is more important than anything. And that is prosperity in the spirit. Where are you at spiritually? In your walk with God. Where are you with the Father? Let Him bring you into alignment with His Word today. Let Him engraft you into the family. Let Him save you today. Call out to Jesus today and let Him help you. Let Him save you. I pray that this podcast was a blessing to you today. I pray that it encouraged you to be bolder in your walk with God, to be real with yourself and with others and with God because He already knows your heart. Be mindful of your ways. Be mindful of the things you do and say. Be careful. You know, put a guard over your mouth over your heart, you know, ask God to help you be strong in those weak areas. God knows. He already knows. He's just wanting your honesty. He's wanting your purity. He's wanting you to be real with Him. If you can't be real with yourself or with God, then you can't be real or yourself with anybody else. If you're jealous of somebody, you tell God, Lord, I'm jealous. I'm sorry, I'm jealous. 
Please forgive me, but help me not to be jealous. Be honest with God, and then remember His word. Be content as such as you have, for He said He would never leave you nor forsake you. Because you are in the palm of His hands and nothing can snatch you out. And He has you right where He wants you. And you continue to move forward in faith with Him. And be ready to be used by God in season and out of season. I would be like, let's go, God. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. You know, I am excited that God says I can be a witness for Him. He saved my life. He delivered me from hell. He preserved me. He preserved you. He saved your life. If you're saved, then He preserved you. You are recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you don't know Jesus, He's waiting on you to come to Him. Say, and Lord, and ask Him into your heart. And Lord, save me, for I believe you. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. Save me, Lord. Bring me back to where I was once with you. Write my name in the Lamb's Book. Today, I'm saved. In Jesus' name, amen. It is simple as that. Just ask God with all sincerity to come into your heart and to save you and wash you in His precious blood. He will do that for you today. He will do that for you today. I enjoy sharing and I am so thankful that you are listening. Share these podcasts. Tell your friends about them. Leave me messages. Find me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. And just come and fellowship. I'm on Instagram. To God be the glory for the things He has done. And I'm on Twitter. So may the Lord bless you and keep you this face to shine upon you and I cannot wait until the next time Lord I ask that you minister to every ear every heart that listened to this sharing today may it have encouraged them in their walk with you abundantly in Jesus name Amen I love you and God bless you until next time bye bye